The fastest hike up Mount Everest from base camp south, a hike that includes 3,500 meters climb and elevation, was done by Lakpa Gelusharpa in 10 hours and 56 minutes. Do your thing. Oh no, don't start like that. Fucking hell. Sorry, it just came sneaking up and I was like, ooh, let yeah, me yeah. use this for comedic effect. No, we can throw uh, up now and be done with it for the rest of the recording, or we can wait. It's totally up to you. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I'm Rasmus. And I'm Red. And by the and way, I'm, ki- I'm keeping all of that in the intro. <laughs> I, uh, da, 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 I'm Jan. <laughs> hey oh, well. Hey. How the fuck are you doing? Jan, how are you? Oh, crazy busy. Crazy, crazy busy. Um, Since last week, you guys remember that I said, like, well, I'm going to watch Avatar with the wife and I'm yeah. going to like start watching Parks and Recreation. And yeah, yeah I've done nothing of that. Yeah, of course you do. Uh, so, so you are no. on brand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the why I was well, the the weekend was nice. I was um, I spent some time shooting some film. Mm-hmm. God, um, unfortunately, the weather was not uh, playing its part, but uh, it was still fun. But uh, Monday, it kind of started at work. This just it, it's been crazy at work for me just okay. usual customer requests like nothing it wasn't even out of the ordinary it was just basic requests from customers um and on tuesday i our director from japan for the magna scale like the the feedback division um mm-hmm. visited and um then we had back-to-back meetings going through the whole day and then in the evening we went well, actually, yesterday evening we went out for dinner, company dinner, and today I had was basically alone in the office because uh, the whole office was out either at other customers, like for customer visits, or out with the director. So that was intense, like being in the office alone, dealing with all the people calling, and you have to bring your own tent. What? You I said it was intent. Intense. Intense. Uh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I'm just trying to be funny. Never mind. No, don't do that. Yeah, I, I don't get your Swedish humor. Not yet. Um, hey, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know when you can. <laughs> to, to, tomorrow will be, at least everybody's going to be back in the office. Um, well, actually, was at a, also at a birthday of a friend of mine today, or I stopped by before the recording. Because I got out of the office so late that I basically just stopped by, said hi, gave him his presence, and then continued to come in here. And um, yeah, now we have the recording, and tomorrow it's going to be a normal day at work. And in the evening, I'm also going to go with another Japanese buddy of mine out again, because he's moving back to Japan after seven years. Oh. Uh, yeah. So uh, seven, we have to think- seven years in Germany, he's going yeah. back? Yeah. Why is he coming back? He has to. Tax reasons. Um, they can do the expat thing for at most seven years, and then they either oh, sorry, have to. Oh, so he's Japanese. He's, he's Japanese. Okay. He's been here in Germany for seven years. Yeah. Okay. okay he okay. started working at the company shortly before I did, just a couple of months. I thought he yeah. was he was German and going back to no, Japan no, 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 after no. seven years. Uh, no, no, he's he's okay. Japanese. He's here with his family, and they're moving back. So what's the tax thing? Um, it's basically the expat thing. 
So if you're in Germany for a certain amount of time, and he's been here for seven years, so his work visa got, I think, renewed a couple of oh, times. So he, has so to he reached the maximum German tax. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. also, and also, they sense. use that kind of as a reason they don't want the Japanese people to be here too long because they get too European, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, okay. I, I don't. Nobody's gonna listen to the podcast. So yeah, he has to go back to be brainwashed. <laughs> But yeah. it's, it's it is mostly it's a rule in Germany. It's not a rule in Japan. Oh no, right? no, I don't think so. That, that, that's because there's some countries thing. where you ha always have to pay. Uh, like they they are entitled to all the money you make, no matter where you make it, kind of thing. Yeah, and it's other parts, in the US, it's, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, the homeland of Coca Cola and capitalism. Yeah, it, it not, doesn't matter where you make money. You have to declare the money yeah. in the US. In France, it's, it's like six months. You have to be six months out of the country in order to not have to pay the taxes and pay where you are. Not a hundred percent sure, but we're going out for sushi in Stuttgart tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. Also, going to meet up with um, another coworker and friend of mine. And, okay. Um, yeah, then just go out and eat. Probably have drinks afterwards. <laughs> probably, probably I want sushi right now. Pro probably, yeah. So by yeah, so probably. by the time uh, people listen to that podcast, uh, podcast, I will probably still be hurting from two days before that yeah you want sushi res yeah of course what kind of sushi do you want the the, the edible kind yeah so be i mean careful. the one without fugu but it's edible I, the, the, if most lucky, of the time no yeah, it, most you, of the time. you can eat <laughs> eat it once if it's badly made and yeah and, yeah. and twice if it's well made so <laughs> or thrice or but no more times. than that because any use of your rolls is that it yeah it depends depends it's, yeah. it, 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 fun fact it's the only only uh, fish that you need a permit to be able to uh, cook in in japan if yeah. people don't yeah. know that yeah because it's poisonous I, mean, I think you need i think you should have a permit in the rest of the world as well but maybe yeah yeah, uh, I, uh, I I don't think so many country care about that. Maybe it's just like, oh, you're a cook, you're a chef, so you can you can just cook it. But in Japan, it's it's very serious matter. You have to have a state degree in order to be able to yeah. cook that that fish. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. fun fact by the way, um, I, I said I was shooting film last week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the film I was shooting, I didn't buy it. Well, I kind of did technically. Uh, I bought a camera on eBay, a point and shoot. Again? Ooh. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, yeah I, I, I have a multiple of those. Uh, did I tell it already that I bought the one with the um, half-used roll in it? The film? No, I don't think you mentioned that. Yeah, no. because I got I got one over eBay. I get a Olympus and I get it and I take it out of the package and I just, like open it and I hear like the um, the flash charging. And I'm going mm -hmm. like, oh, nice. It already, uh, already has a battery in it. And I shoot and I hear the whining starting for like the next frame. And I'm like, wait, no. I, because I had Olympus when I was young. And it's like, they usually don't do that unless there's a film. And I'm looking at it and I'm at picture 10. So there's been already nine <laughs> pictures made on that camera. And I look at it and Ooh. it's aqua color, uh, which is discontinued, but only since I think 2018. So that film is hmm. anywhere between five years old or 10, 15. 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, oh. like for, from when that time, like for when that is, but I'm kind of freaking nervous about it because there's <laughs> like, there's already nine pictures made of it, but it's yeah. a 36 picture, like it's a, a 36 frame roll. So I went out and oh. shot the whole thing and I just th- dropped it up in development last week. So it should be done in the middle of the week and I'm freaking like, and that's I don't how know, people I'm, end up in jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm going to pick up that roll and say, please, it's just like, oh, you're picking up that, that, that film roll. I'm like, tell them the funny story about how you found this camera roll before you give them the pictures yeah mm-hmm. because yeah. then you have like plausible deniability <laughs> might, might, I, might happen. please tell us when when it's developed tell us what was on the film oh i'm yeah i, I filmed the whole thing like i put my um, action cam on it when i was shooting the film and i'm i'm so I'm so intending of doing a YouTube video of it yes, on the, like the yeah. other channel, and it's gonna be clickbaity as fuck because I am allowed to do that. If I am shooting a role where there's already <laughs> nine pictures taken, I'm pretty sure like either it's gonna be there's gonna be a light leak like crazy because the guy opened it up the camera like used it for testing and opened up the mm. camera before sending it. This is what I kind of expect, and that would be like the lamest one, but mm-hmm. still not the the worst thing that could have happened or it really gets to that point where it's like uh, some random shots which i hope happened oh that would be great uh, the, the that. worst the worst thing is it's just like i'm, I'm getting dick pics in the <laughs> like in on, on analog film <laughs> that's like the worst thing that could happen <laughs> i believe i hope yeah. oh my god <laughs> like i hope that could be the worst thing that could happen yeah yeah hopefully that that, that yeah. would be the worst it could be really interesting, though. Yeah. I, I think it's funny. It's, yeah, it's kind of like finding those. Um, do you remember those uh, disposable cameras you could yeah. buy? Yeah. And it's always, we, we used to do that at parties, like randomly, just because they were so dirt cheap and development didn't cost anything when we were younger. So mm-hmm. our first party wasn't running around with cell phones. It was just throwing away those, um, those disposable cams, just putting them at the parties in like yeah. obvious places. And people would take them and start shooting pictures with them. And then in the evening, they wouldn't take them with them. They would just leave them there. And then yeah. you bring them, develop them. We did that for our wedding. And that was back when a lot of the laboratories that uh, did the development, the labs, they had the development still in-house. So you would walk in there and the guy would come out and like give you the three or four bags with the pictures. And you could see his eyebrow like up there while handing them to you. And you're like, oh, there's going to be some good pictures on there. So on. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. My brother did a similar thing, or discovered a similar thing, uh, because he's uh, delivering a lot of packages to for the mail in in, in near Oslo. I mean, it's a, the National Postal Service here in Norway, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, certain shops they advertise of saying like, "Oh, we package things discreetly for you." Yeah, mm-hmm. but of and, course, and, when and, you and, are in the system, it says where it's from. Exactly, yeah. and, they, and, and they, <laughs> they will do shit. A buddy of mine worked at a lab. And he's like, oh, dude, this is great. Like, you won't believe <laughs> that there's people that look absolutely harmless coming in, giving you a role to develop. And holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, okay, good. Yes, there, there was some stuff I didn't want to know. But that I mean, that was, we we're talking back in the late 90s, early 2000s. So, yeah. But enough of my rambling. How about your weeks? Yes. Your turn. Uh, the market uh, yeah. finished off about as bad as it started, oh, sadly. Fuck. 
Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, although, I mean, I still need to caveat that by saying, like, I still believe I made money on it. Just it's the fact that I'll earn back on it over two years, three years yeah. with people who wanted to order things, people who want to come for classes, people who was interested in the grinders mm-hmm. and things like that. Whereas like, oh, now they know this exists when they're ready for it, they will come and buy from me. Or it's people who like, there was one guy who was interested in maybe buying like a company gift kind of thing. I was looking for a hundred bottle openers. And I was like, I mean, yeah, if that happens, it's one of the things that just sounds like it's uh, a spontaneous decision and it's on sort of very much a whim yeah. that he said that to me. But like, if that pans out, that's money. Yeah, for sure. So there's there's a good good amount of those things, uh, mostly because like there haven't been a lot of blacksmiths at these markets before. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, it's a whole thing of, I think I mentioned last time the market was being badly organized. Yeah, you, you said it was... And, yeah, and it didn't improve much, but then again, like uh, I got talking to a knife maker and leather supply company that are looking for more uh, knife smiths or knife blades from different smiths on the site. Mm-hmm. So whenever I had the time, I'll make a batch and send them to that, send it up to them, and that might be a regular thing as well. So there's a whole lot of tiny things yeah. that will make the market worth it, but it's mm-hmm. just really annoying to run. 150 no, 1500 euros in yeah. internet into red for yeah. attending a week for spending a week away instead of earning money yeah for sure yep. um but it is what it is uh that being said though I, I did talk to organizers and i might get uh some compensations and or a discount for next year that would be nice yeah but then again like just looking at the numbers now uh and i, I need to finish having that conversation with them and like sort all of that out but then again like I do realize I have in my budget now to go to one of these markets and fail without like being absolutely decimated by it. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should have the conversation. I mean, with with myself because the that's how it works. Being self employed, you mm-hmm. talk to yourself a lot uh, about maybe I should look into paying to have go to one of those really large markets closer to Oslo, so I don't have to travel yeah. up north for five months or five hours and. Yeah. Uh, sort or, out uh, accommodations and all of that or let them give you a booth at the entrance the next time because you said there were some yeah. positive voices coming from that yeah and, and uh, if I'm really lucky I'll actually haggle them into putting me up next to the knife makers knife maker stand mm-hmm. because then, then I don't have to bring or sell any knives myself so I can just hand them all of my knives and say like fit, fit these things on your table and I'll take care of my table with other things uh, and things like that and also like it's a it's a bit of a similar crowd and like they are fun to talk to if if it goes quiet so now you've been there and spent the whole week at the market did you notice that it it had some specific atmosphere was it like a, a medieval fair was it like a, a regular market no, th- it was... this was very much a commercial market okay. okay so there was uh i mean food is a big thing at yeah. these these kind of things yeah. like the larger sort of city-wide festivals mm-hmm. uh and if you i didn't get a chance to go out into the streets at all uh, uh until like the end of saturday after we had packed down the booth and we were going out for dinners uh and like and even that like glimpse of the city after everything had shut down was amazing so i mean i mean still a lot of drunken people walking around in negative stupid uh having fun there were a lot it's of monday ho- no <laughs> oh this was saturday but but yes <laughs> 
uh, but there was also like a lot of uh, sleighs being drawn by horses and bells and torches and like it, it was very much a big atmosphere of the whole city and the city is stupidly old as well so would would it be worth it like having your bo- your booth outside next time but also having a forge called forge and uh, an anvil and f- be forging to just grab Maybe. the attention of the people uh, but I, that's that's one of the things where i i can't be forging and selling at the same time yeah you would need someone to sell your stuff but yeah. like going i'm asking because when there is a medieval fair around here there is always someone that think is a blacksmith most of the time yeah. they, are, they are not but they pretend because they have a coal forge they have an anvil and they they make nails for the people um but it it's very much the 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 place of attention of the market or the fair there is fire there's a guy hitting metal it's like really into it's put on uh, with the atmosphere yeah. of the fair so it, it could be worse trying maybe not that one and you know in such cold temperatures but just just having someone sell your stuff whilst you are forging and showing stuff and and how it's actually made and and it could could improve your numbers maybe yeah i'm 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 very much torn on that okay because i i know as you say if i were to fire up the forge or be allowed to fire up a forge and be forging I will be able to attract a, cr- a crowd just because of the fire and the noise. Yeah. I mean, ignoring completely how good I am as a blacksmith and or entertaining people at this kind of thing, uh, the noise and fire will attract people, uh, which could help selling things Yeah, or sell things. But at the same time, I don't want to be standing outside in negative, stupid, yeah, yeah. freezing my balls off and trying to, for a week at the end. So in my mind, it's more like, no, for just for convenience and for my own sanity, I would prefer to be inside and be comfortable for the whole week and maybe sell a little bit less, but also have the time to talk to customers who are not freezing to death in the moment. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's maybe an option for, for a market uh, happening during summer. Yeah, very much so. Uh, and I've done that a couple of times. Had a couple of friends come along to help me and I've done... I done forging uh, and they've helped me out with the selling and talking to customers and a lot of things like that. Uh, but of course, when it comes to all of these big markets, uh, just like I, with Maker Central, it's a thing of, are you allowed to fire up a forge and swing like burning sticks of metal around in close to historical buildings that are very dry or inside a hole, which are all full of plastic and interesting burny things. Yep. And then you get distracted by a customer once in a while and one of those um, sticks turns sparkly. Exactly. And things get very interesting. Yeah. So um, I need to think more on all of that. It would be fun to just bring something along that I can make. I contemplate, I realized this time that if I had the space, I could have brought equipment to make roses while I was up there just to have done something productive during the week. Um so maybe I'll actually be doing that. But then again, it will be more like just a backup to do things. Maybe I could grab uh, or bring along like engraving sets or the leather stamps I have and do like custom stamping on the spot, do cu- adjustment to bracelets and all of that on the spot. I would like to do some of that that I can do cold. Yeah. Um, 
But then I would like to bring like a tiny cute anvil that looks more interesting instead of 130 kilos behemoths that is just annoying to haul around. Uh, luckily, I have one of those anvils now. Both, both, both of them. So I can <laughs> choose. Uh, but yeah, I mean, markets. Um, this is the worst one sort of uh, I've been to so far, but I guess you, you need that every once in a while. Just in, in common for that, that's one of the things I wanted to ask because you kind of mentioned that um, in the beginning or last week where you said it's like, well, this, so far it's the worst one. Is it the worst one in comparison? In what sense? So um, I should I should explain better. Um, so basically, is it the worst one you've ever been to because of the investment you made and the return of it or just in general when it comes to visitors? Um, mostly in return of investment. Okay. I, I don't have the numbers for guests, but I have been to markets that I think had nearly the same amount of. Again, that's wrong because I don't I don't have the specific numbers. I just know sort of how many got to my booth. Mm. But I have been to like uh, single days of markets close closely here to Oslo that had the same amount of people pass my booth that happened over the course of those five days. Uh, and of course, when I make like fifteen hundred and spend three thousand quid on going to market, uh, and that—that's not like that's the rough estimate of it, plus minus like buying food and uh, petrol. And oh, that's another fifteen hundred right there. It, yeah, and, <laughs> for and, you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and and like all of those things. So it's like, yeah, I, I bought material for the builder booth that I will still be using, so we can mm. sort of subtract that from the cost of attending this market. But then there was a lot of other things. So it's, it's money. It costs a fair bit. Um, but yeah. Also, though, I I sold the last two by seventy two grinder this week. That's good. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I had to uh, send an email and say like, so I'm all out of these now. Can we have the conversation about what to send over next time? Uh, and he was like, yes, we will do that soon. So, uh, and I have three or four people on the waiting list that want a grinder. So that's also a nice thing. That's cool. After yeah. the market, it would. It's nice to be chaired up a little bit. Yeah, so it's it's a bit up up and down in that sense. Um, but that's also why like, I'm not too worried about this because it's a part of doing business you do make mistakes and or you do have bad experiences yeah, it's you just no from, getting around it them. Yeah. yeah and there's a whole lot of things that i could have done better at this market not to, not to like haggle on too long with it but there's definitely things i could have done better like both in the sense that oh i needed to just have more time to prepare better and have time to think better through things but also things like i need to show up there and just have a look at it and see how other people do it and compare things and go like oh yeah that thing they did i can use that in this corner next time and i can do like this kind of banner here and i can do a different thing here i need more kinds of these to display information and like figure out all of this and you sort of pick pieces from other people's stands um and that's difficult to do when you're just inside your own head yeah, and that's why we kind of pushed you to go to the market just to see to and yeah. learn from people that maybe had more experience going to that specific market and 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 improving for the next one. So yeah. that's a good thing you you went there, even though like financially it was not great. I mean, you learn stuff, you've seen stuff, you have more experience, and therefore it will it pay off in the future. I I'm, yeah. I'm sure of it. And I mean, if even in, and especially if I get a bit of compensation now and a discount for next year, I mean, the some cost of that would have made this worth it as well. Yeah, 
absolutely uh, at least more like worth it but anyway i managed to take most of monday off for Good. once in a couple of months go dancing have fun and then i spent tuesday and wednesday mostly just cleaning up and organizing the workshop after the chaos and mayhem mm-hmm. that it was the last three months and now i'm ready for another three months of hauling ass to get shit done uh, not fully there's i don't have a strict deadline but there's still jobs i would like to finish nice. and markets and and stuff next to market yeah next market is in end of may yeah still have a little bit of time to rest and yeah and by all means like like we said about earlier uh i have a lot of stock now yeah yeah so i don't need to stress that much about those things for these markets more free time for elden rings yeah uh yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> How about we, your we week, know Red? you. We know you. So don't 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 pretend. Exactly. No, I'm nearly finished Elden Ring. I'm 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 moving past it, very slowly. But I'm yeah, I'm slowly. Moving. Yeah, after yeah. your <laughs> fifth run or something. Yeah, Red. How about you? You're not coughing anymore. That's good. Li- uh, still a little bit. Uh, I'm cutting my mic, but yeah, still have this little cough left uh, from the past weeks. Uh, but I'm 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 much better now. Um, I'm sleeping better. I'm I'm able to uh, have normal days, and and I'm back at uh, at work. Uh, so regular stuff this week. Not much going on. Uh, mainly design for uh, upcoming projects. So spend a lot of time uh, today, for example, uh, working on Illustrator, um, learning new stuff on Illustrator, which is always good. Like oh, I wonder why I can't do that shit and. Then you try a new tool and uh, yeah, you can do it and it's it's way quicker and so you're like, Whoa. oh, I, I thought it was going to be, oh, I'm old kind of thing. No, 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 I'm uh, also that, but I'm told you, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm vintage. Yep. Uh, no, but, but it's nice to learn. You know, I've been using Illustrator for years now, uh, a few mm. a few years, so I'm, I'm not a pro and I'm, I'm far from understanding everything. Uh, when it comes to that kind of software, because they are very complex and very, com- I mean, there is a lot uh, going on, and you can do so much with them. But when you discover a new feature, a new a new tool that you can use efficiently and and save a lot of time um, for your ongoing project thing that you are trying to 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 do, uh, it will also save you a lot of time uh, for the future. You're kind of super happy because. Hey, that's fine and that's nice and that's way better than spending hours on YouTube searching for how to do it because mm. you, it's 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 kind of tricky to to find that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of design, uh, listening to podcasts, uh, the Full Wee Fools Wee Tools podcast and the, the Waffle uh, podcast. Um, that that's been most of my days recently. Um, so it was nice to catch up because I didn't listen to podcast um, in yeah, a while. I also have to catch up. I haven't listened to a podcast in ages. Yeah, so it, I'm it, probably listening. That's fine though. I think I'm listening to enough podcasts for, for, for all of us. us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. For you, you, you let us know if we miss something important. <laughs> yeah. Oh fucking hell! So, so, sorry, Red, but I had. So the Sunday before going to the market, I had 14 hours in the forge. Because I'm listening to everything at, at like 1.5, 1.7x, I managed to <laughs> clock in more than a day's worth of listening. <laughs> nice. I listened to more than 24 hours of podcasts yeah, during those 14 you're, hours you're of working. Crazy. I mean, yeah. you, you must sleep super well at night because your brain must be exhausted of all this, that input and that that 
yeah. information well, coming on? Uh, I think so. I, I mean, I feel rested, but I also tend to spend maybe an hour before I get out of bed. In bed, just waking Still. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah just in just. It depends on how, how much I have to pee when I have to get up. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that only gets worse. <laughs> I, I, so I heard from you too. <laughs> so yeah, my week basically work. Uh, I did manage to clean a little bit the the garage because we have a garage and it's it's absolute mm, chaos at the moment. So mm. I need to make room and and throw away some stuff um, because the plan is uh, when uh, it's going to be a little bit um, uh, warmer so to speak less cold yeah. to well, that, that's that's words yeah paint it uh, and and Ooh. organize it in order to make myself a little corner uh, in which I can I can tinker a little bit uh, because at the moment, if I want to um, make stuff here, it's either on the balcony and it's cold and it's small, uh, either in the living room and and I usually make dust and stuff. So yeah, I want this little corner in my garage so I'm I'm able to to cut wood and, and maybe turn wood and do some stuff uh, inside of it. So yeah, that's that's the plan. And uh, honestly, uh, not much. I've the usual lot of TV series uh, that I will talk about uh, at the end Ooh. of the show because I discovered a, a, a very nice one. So I will let you know at the end. Oh, that, that's that's a focused teasing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. But we had a topic, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, I mean, Res, you were at the um, market and you weren't too happy about it you wrote us during the market um red and i we were both sick and not in the best mood either yeah <laughs> so um my question was is what do you guys do to get yourself out of a slum or just to to yeah brighten up a little bit if you are especially if you're sick but or in your case rasmus if you're just having like a shitty day so Drags? what <laughs> Sex, drugs, well, rock and roll. <laughs> exactly. Cough, cough syrup, a lot of it. <clears throat> That's a little bit too easy, though, huh? Yeah. Well, I could go for the even easier answer of saying it's fire and hammers. Yeah, but you didn't have it's that. It's very hard uh, to be sad when you are setting fire to things and holding a hammer. Exactly. But you've been up at the market and didn't have a chance. No, I mean, it's my my basic question to you guys is because i'm kind of like looking for inspiration or new ideas because uh for me it always pulls me down if i'm sick because i don't mm. have the energy to do anything really useful but then yeah. on the other side i'm getting like mad about not being able to do anything useful um yeah. so it's easy especially if the cold i mean i've been on and off that freaking cold since january like it started with the the virus and the the, the stomach infection or the 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 whole thing and mm -hmm. it's just like i was up for a week and i got sick again so even if i've been working i've been working out of home office i just had a constant cold i was feeling down and it really gets like on your substance and then it's gray outside the only days that are like good weather or the sun is coming out you're basically laying in bed sick so um i mean i found a couple of tricks which i'm gonna talk about a little bit later but i was just wondering what you guys do to get out of a situation like that or like you when you're like i mean 
you were forced being on the market, Russ, um, not able to swing a hammer in that point. And you're kind yeah. of like standing behind your desk and you're forced to deal with it. I mean, you probably didn't have the best of mood when coming out in the evening and just being bored as hell unless you like talk to other people there. Yeah, that was that was a bit boring. But then again, it was more like just the state of the fa- of the world at the moment. It's nothing I could do anything with. Yeah, but there's still like, do you have, I mean, do you have any tricks that you do or do you get you out of that or do you just don't find it? Being insane helps a lot. <laughs> then you can create your own world. <laughs> he's living inside his own head. And you know, yeah, and he's happy. <laughs> there are many inside. <laughs> yeah, he has his five voices inside his head, talking at times one point seven speed. <laughs> now, if I if I may kind of go first, yeah. I really understand what you were saying, Jan, because I've been I've been sick like for three weeks, and and I'm I'm really starting to feel better now, but I still have this little cough and and still a little bit down. I, I still feel a little bit tired, so. Um, what I do, and I was I, I was half joking earlier when I was uh, saying drugs, um, taking medication, like proper medication to get better is, is the only way to go. I mean, uh, when you are young and fit like grass muscles, you can sleep it and, and that's okay. It goes away and you're, you're, you're going back to work on next morning. But when you are as vintage as I am, you have to take care of yourself and you have to go to see the doctor. And I, I couldn't. The first week I was sick, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to manage that by myself. Second week, I was like really down and I wanted to see my dog. And the dog was taking some holidays with the family for... Yeah. Oh, that's rude. Yeah. Uh, or how, how did he dare do that to me? I mean, that, 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 <laughs> yeah. was, that was the feeling. Yeah. That's a personal insult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you need him the most... <laughs> But no, no, I, I, I could have seen someone else, but I, I, I trust him uh, very much. So um, I just waited. And, and when I saw him the following week, he was like, oh, yeah, OK, you're, you're, you're proper sick. So I'm going to give you some anti- antibiotics and it will get better. So uh, I'm, I'm half joking, but, but um, taking d- drugs like proper drugs to, to cure uh, your sickness is very important. And if you don't do so, you will manage to get that cold uh, for uh, three months instead of one week or 10 days. What I also discovered is when I'm really down, like um, uh, spiritually, my moral is very down because mm-hmm. I'm sick. And because as you said, Jan, I'm not productive and I'm sick, I'm tired, so I don't do anything and try to rest and therefore I'm not productive. And not being productive affects my my spirit, my mind way much, way much more than my body feels tired, if that makes sense. Uh, and in the sense that you feel way worse because your mind is not right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for rewarding that because that that that's more efficient. Uh, I'm steaming tonight. Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> uh, what helps me is first of all lasagna. It all it fix everything. So <laughs> good food. Yes. Good food is really yes. important when you are sick because you can't do what you usually do 
you can't go outside, you can't have a walk, you can't uh, uh, exercise, you can't see friends, you can't play or, or stay focused on a video game or movie for hours and hours. So you have to cheer up a little bit. You have to find something that uh, that elevates your your mind and and uh, maybe also helps your body recover to recover. So yeah, good food is important, and lasagna always work for me. But I'm also trying to be a little bit productive as I can mm. to to the, the 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 scale of my abilities at the moment. So even though it's just maybe cleaning the kitchen or reorganizing uh, my shop or just taking care of my schedule or just thinking a little bit, five, 10 minutes to my upcoming project, what I want to do or what I have to do for customers and so on and so on, uh, it helps me to feel better at the end of the day and not not just think, oh yeah, that was a shitty day. I did nothing. I was just laying in bed for the the whole day and I've done absolutely nothing. Uh, just small task, what you can manage because you have the energy to just do that will help yeah. you improve your mood, improve your um, state of mind and be patient. Like wait for the next day that you get a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And if you do that every day for like a week, at the end when you are healed, when you are uh, healed, healed, thank you, um, and you are really feeling better and you can go back to work, you already have something, you have a plan, you 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 know what's what's coming up and you will be ready to just keep on going instead of having to like restart an old diesel engine and and just like pump for hours and wait yeah. for it to to just go. So yeah, that's my that that's my thing. That's what I do usually. Uh, uh, see a doctor. I have proper drugs. I have proper food and and do small stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not always working, but most of the time it helps. Yeah. Also and also so yeah my my trick my real trick <laughs> and i know a lot of <laughs> uh, people are, are giving shit to mm-hmm. to especially men on the internet for that but there is this thing that a man is dying when he has a cold you know mm-hmm. it's just like the end of the world and it is yeah okay we think we are dying when we have a cold <laughs> that's absolutely <laughs> true okay but if you tell your wife that, oh, I don't feel good, I'm going to die, and she laughs at you or kick your butt, saying, no, you're not, so now go do something, uh, it helps a lot. Just just saying it to her and have her support, uh, even though the support can be a little bit... Um, challenging. Uh, challenging, yeah. <laughs> challenging. But it's, it's a reason they call it tough love. <laughs> yeah, but it always works for me. I mean, I, I can... Uh, my wife is the only person that I, I, I truly uh, trust uh, in the world, like 100%. And when she's, mm. she's telling me, no, you're fine. That uh, I am okay. I am because she wouldn't. She wouldn't lie to me. But the day she's like, "Oh, I'm worried about you," mm. that day I go see the doctor because yeah. there's there's probably a reason. And even though I wanted to go and see the doctor three days prior to that, I, I was reasoning myself. Said, "No, it's not that bad. I mean, it's probably just in my head, so I don't I don't have to. I, I just let be patient and and wait because I'm no, I'm not dying." But when she's like, oh, mm, yeah, you should see see the doctor now. It's like, okay, I, I'll go because, yeah. Yeah, that's she- that's a good that's actually a good point. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 
I'm really different from from Steph when it comes to that because um, she kind of when she's sick she likes to be like she wants to be loved she wants to be taken care of yeah. when I'm sick I don't want to be alone any, right? I don't want anyone around me yeah I same. just want to sleep I just want to like sleep it off get it done with and be back to normal um, so yeah I found a couple of tricks like the the first thing was and this is I have to go back a little bit how I used to be when I was I had a cold or when I was sick. Um, as soon as I felt a little bit better, I was doing stuff and also I tried to work from home. So but the first rule is what I do now is I go, I kind of check on myself. And if I get the point like, okay, I am sick right now, this is the point where I switch over into what I call now the, the young sick mode. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like I, I'm acknowledged that I'm sick. This is like I did I didn't do it for a long time. I was just yeah. pushing until my complete body shut down. So I'm now it's like okay I have a cold. I know what's gonna happen if I push through it. Like this is not gonna go well. I'm not gonna get through it. I'm gonna it's gonna get worse. So I'm going Let's into listen sick carefully mode. because that that's coming for you as well. Yeah, that's 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 the sick <laughs> mode. So um, the only thing I do like well I had to call in work. So I tell them like, okay, I'm sick. That mm-hmm. moment I put in my um, message on Outlook that I cannot be reached, that, I, that the emails won't be read. I switch off the computer. And after yeah. I went to the doctor and they told me that I'm like sick for the week, I will not switch open the computer anymore. Hmm. Because just physical, uh, like psychological, psychology, oh, man. Psychologically? Yes, thank you. Say that, now say I'm that in German? <laughs> um, our uh, psychology um yeah like okay. psychology wise yeah that doesn't matter like if i if i no, just I was, if, I, if I was I'm, expecting a, a crazy world yeah if i'm getting stressed if i'm getting stressed by work i um know now that this is making it worse this is not i'm not talking about stuff that makes it better i'm just now that this is still the mode where i'm trying not to make things worse as they already yeah, are no, that, that, that that's moment. a very good thing yeah i i, I so, so yeah, i just a little uh, side note but um the other day i was watching someone on the internet saying exactly that that um there, there is this trend on on nowadays like like uh, young people want to take care of themselves and um, that's that's not only um, untrue. For years and years, and especially after World War II, people were pushed towards work, and mm. uh, also sp- especially in Japan. So um, it was like y- you can't be sick. Yeah, I mean you, the company needs you, so you you have to be there. And now people are taking the time some time off because they are sick. And that's a very good thing. I mean, that yeah. it, it's the only th- really important thing. If you keep on getting sick, if you keep on getting tired, going back to work before you are ready to go back to work will only make things worse. And yeah. and that's absolutely right, Jan. I think taking the time to just get better in order to be productive again, efficient again at work or in your life, is not it's not something like uh, uh how do you, how did you call that in english like what what when children are i want this right now like uh, stubborn demanding yeah demanding or like you know in a very, very bad way it's like oh i want some i want three days off work throwing throw a tantrum 
Yeah, exactly that. Mm. It's that's, yeah, that's, that's not that. It's just taking care of yourself in order to get yeah. back to yeah. work as soon as possible and be effective and productive again. And I, yeah, and it's it's a challenge because I mean, like all of us, um, I believe, like or most of us in the maker scene, for us, not being productive is like the worst thing we could do. Yeah. So, but yeah. it's just the the how you see yourself in being productive. If I'm sick, I see myself in being productive. Like what you said, you're doing little things. I used to do that and now I'm just, but when I'm in my sick mode now, mm -hmm. I say that in um, quote unquote. Yeah, quote unquote. Um, I'm doing stuff like I challenge myself to stay in bed and sleep yeah. it off. Like this mm -hmm. is the first one, the first day I'm just trying to not move and not get out of bed. Yeah. Um, and this is usually really easy because if I get a cold, like I get a cold, <laughs> like I'm feeling like shit. So I sleep yeah. it through. And the next one, in other words, you get a championship worthy man flu. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. And, and, and this, but I'm not, I'm not doing the whole I'm dying thing. I'm just going to let me, let me just die in peace. Like, <laughs> just one. <laughs> You're still like, dying. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But peace. yeah, quiet. Like a wounded animal. Like, exactly. Crawl on the front piece of furniture yeah, and yeah, just in, die in my, in my little um, blanket fort and just <laughs> curl up and die. Um, no, the, the next thing is, is like, um, when I'm sick, I actually do stuff that I usually don't do, don't take the time to, like read a book. That, yeah. that is one of the, like, I try to, in the beginning when I'm feeling really bad, like maybe the, the, the second day, I try to watch a movie. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about series or episodes. I'm talking about like a one and a half hour movie. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, I'm usually, fall, I need three tries for it because I'm falling asleep during yeah. like the first half an hour and then the second one. It's kind of like a challenge. The next one, if I feel a little bit better after two or three days, I'm start reading a book and I can usually read like maybe 10 pages and then I fall asleep. And um, at that point, I also I try to not watch TV anymore. So I'm just trying to challenge myself with stuff I usually don't take the time to. I'm trying doing it and not um, that's not hard on my body in a sense. Mm -hmm. But just still challenges with needs needs energy when I'm reading and because you have to concentrate and that's can be really difficult with a cold. Absolutely. So you you're basically spending the three first day days in bed, resting and doing small stuff like reading a book, watching a movie. Exactly. And and not getting up and running around the apartment. I mean, this automatically comes if you're feeling better. Then yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. go yeah. out check myself also what i never did is um that's the typical german thing is like oh if i'm sick i'm sick then i'm not allowed to leave the bed this is absolutely wrong if i'm like on the third or fourth day and i'm feeling a little bit better mm -hmm. get on a jacket go out take a small walk mm -hmm. yeah i mean walking up and down stairs will feel like climbing mount everest i'm not telling yeah. you to go out there and just like run a marathon but just do a little walk on the fresh air fresh and do oh yeah and then that's the point where you realize um how like bad your mood was or when you've been stuck at home because mm -hmm. it really i don't know how to explain it but it really really helps like i feel a lot better after doing those things so this is something i do to cheer myself up is just trying to get out of the house even if it's a burden and even if it feels not good and and if it's just walking for 10 minutes like down the street and up again and going back into bed but still that it shows that i'm still alive it's that little little <laughs> yeah. flame of energy coming up that's like yeah i'm not gonna die quiet <laughs> i'm putting no, up right. a fight you're right 
Fresh air um, and, and sunlight are, are very good yeah. uh, for the body and the mind. It, not on the first probably two or three days because no, you are not no, able no. to do that. Uh, but but when you start feeling better, it helps a lot to improve your condition. So Exactly. Yeah. Unless you are living in Norway and it's minus 20 outside and it's already <laughs> dark because it's February, it, it doesn't work for no, shit. This is Norway being light and warm. Yeah. I almost got home from the forge before the sun was was down. Oh, yeah, it's getting really light yeah, now. Yeah, it's almost. Yep, and summer. it's only getting and it's only getting better from now on. Yeah. No, it still gets stupid hot. <laughs> yeah, like oh my god, like 15 degrees. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> What do you do, Raz? When you do, you get sick. First of all. Well, uh, yeah, I do, but. Apparently not like you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll see. You'll see. We say it's, it's a completely different story. Yeah. No. Um, But it also depends on on uh, if it's cold, if it's flu, if it's something else. Obviously, yeah. uh, the the way to deal with it is completely different. But I I suppose you get a cold from time to time, is in no way, right? Oh yeah, of course I do. Um, I'm not I'm not immune to any of this. You should. You're still young. Exactly. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm borderlining young at the moment. Yeah, 12, so it's fading. 12, 12 13 ish. Uh, yeah, uh, we know, we yeah. know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's. I, I don't like. I mean, if I were to treat myself and I feel miserable, mm -hmm. no, no matter the cause, I would like to sit down with a good book okay. and a big cup of cocoa or tea or something and just snuggle up and preferably set fire to something, of course. <laughs> uh, to the book? <laughs> no, I mean in a fireplace. Okay. Yeah, that's the only drawback with this apartment. I don't have a fireplace. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> can make one. Uh, yeah, I I know, I know. There's also a window, so I can set fire to things outside and look at it through the window. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you can do that as well. It's outside, uh, friends, with the cars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, if I w really want to. If I feel absolutely miserable, of course I'll I'll sleep. I mean, as you said, rest and fresh air is really really good for you. Is there something that uh, you like to eat? I'm, in my case, everything. No, I know. Let me finish my no, sentence. No, literally. Uh, shit, I... shit, no, shit, just wait a sec. <laughs> in my case, when I when I'm sick, I really like uh, having lasagna. It uh, it it fixes mm. all my problems. Lasagna when they are well done. Is there food? Or, 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 or dish or specific meal that you enjoy more when you are sick it's like your go-to when you when you are not feeling great or you're f even feeling down no i don't think so i mean not specifically I, i think it's more a fact of what do i care to make for myself when i'm feeling sick okay And like, what's the what's the perfect ratio between being really comforting and easy to make? Mm -hmm. And I I don't know really. Maybe just like uh, some pasta dish, mm -hmm. like either carbonara or bolognese or something like. It's nice and simple. It just needs a few minutes on the on the pot, and it gets warm, and it's basically done. I. Probably something like that, but honestly, I'm I'm just so not picky about food that when yeah, I'm feeling know. down, like if people just hand me food and it's <laughs> edible, 
I, it's it's going down. Uh, <laughs> At this point, yes. you sound like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing better like a curry with rice. Oh yeah. Oh, and just rice, is- rice is life. Like I love any starchy food. Like I agree with you. You say yeah. lasagna, you say pasta. I agree with that. Um, for me, it's for some reason rice that I really like. Or mm-hmm. of course, the Swabian the uh, Spetsland, the egg noodles. No, mm-hmm. actually, and, actually, oh, like a, a really heavy chicken ramen soup. That might be mm-hmm. like the best thing I will make for myself. Yeah. Uh, it requires a bit more effort, so it's not like when I'm absolutely knocked out. But that's one of the things that, yeah, if I can, I'll just make that because, especially if you have like a cold mm-hmm. and I make it a bit spicy, it just cleans out all of your sinuses and you're basically just crying out of your nose. And then like it's so much soup and it's warm and yeah, that... I mean, that I think that's the one thing I'll do for myself uh, if I have the ingredients for it. But uh, other than that, like if if I'm with my mom or something or, or my, my my parents, and like I ask, they ask me what kind of comfort food I want when I'm sick. It's like, yeah, I'll come up with something a bit more advanced. Uh, but then again, I mean, as I said, I I am hilariously not picky when it comes to food. Did you guys had a, a, a specific uh, dish or comfort food when you were kids that your your mom, your parents uh, were cooking for you every time that you I, had a cold? I don't remember. No, really? Uh, I just ate it all, yeah, I think. I she wants to say, it's just like whatever was in the house and plenty of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... It's funny because my wife and I had the, the, the same and it was mashed potato with sausages or, or ham. It was ah, always okay. the, the the thing that our two moms were were making us when we were sick. Honestly, I'm a bit annoyed that I can't remember like what kind of comfort food we did. Maybe it just wasn't one big thing. Yeah, like we, it was always just something different, and we always ate different things anyway. I think this is why it's rice for me because my mom used to always make uh, it's called hühnerfrikassee which is basically white creamy sauce with rice and chicken pieces in it. Mm. Yeah, and that's good. This is, oh yeah, that's it's heaven. Slightly spicy, um, or it's actually a pretty mild dish. Um, yeah, but still like starchy, goodness, creamy. Mm. Like my mom used to cook the food so hot or she likes to cook food so hot that the porcelain is melting. We always make fun about that. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, in, so, 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 in a, in a way, it's uh, like eating lasagna. Like the, it's like, yeah. oh, it tastes like lasagna. It's like when you burn the roof of your mouth off with the first bite you take. No, but it's just like for me, that's that's comfort food, and it's, I think one of the why I love curries and stuff like that in the winter time and when I'm sick and have a cold. But it's funny, like we said, um, I asked how we get ourselves out of a slum or like feel, to to feel better. And I thought more like psychological wise, but we all talk about like what we're doing for our bodies to feel better, kind of around that. I think it goes really one in one when you have a cold because it affects your body just yeah. as much as your psyche yeah. uh, in that, that moment. But I mean, to, if, if I can go on to psychological mm-hmm. part, I think it sort of goes to what Red said uh, earlier as well, that it's not that I feel the need to work all the time because just the stress of being self-employed that I feel like I need to do something all the time. But I generally speaking, really enjoy working. And I do feel like I should be doing something all the time. But but it's 
I'd never sort of question the amount of work that I should be doing. That's irrelevant. And that's good. I just want to be doing something every single day. So even if I'm feeling absolutely shit, if I can just sit down and sketch for half an hour and get an idea out, I'll be happy with that day. Yeah. Because it's that's the best I can do for the for the condition that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I, I like what you just said because you enjoy working and it's the same for me. So yeah. when I'm yeah. sick, I'm unable to work. I I feel it I've been uh, depraved of something. Yeah. Like someone someone stole yeah, like, me yeah, the Yeah, you lost time. Yeah, no, it, uh yeah. I I lose time and I have the feeling that it's unfair. Mm. Usually when I get sick it's it's because Wait, wait, sorry. Unfair in what way or to whom? Un- unfair towards me. Uh, as I was saying, yeah, l- most of the time when I, get, when I get sick it's because someone sent his kid, his sick kid to school because mm. he couldn't take care of the other kid he had to go to work right and therefore this sick kid being in my son's classroom make my sick my kid sick and my yeah. kid comes back home sick and i get sick right mm. that's usually how it goes during winter so i've been the 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 joy of making stuff, of working, of being productive, have been stolen from me by someone that was just careless towards his own family, his own kids. It's a bit twisted way of thinking things, no, no, right? I get that, I get that. But, but it's like, yeah, I, I shouldn't be sick because I, I was not careless. I mm. didn't do anything wrong. So I should be healthy, I should be able to work. And the joy of being uh, in the workshop, making stuff, doing stuff, is has has been stolen from me. It's like, yeah, it's it's not fair because I did nothing wrong, but but, but still I can't be though, productive. Do you blame? No, that, I don't blame anyone. No, no, no. Of course not, because because they have to go to work and they are in in no way responsible for that kid being sick because in most of the cases their kid is sick because of another sick kid and and so on yeah, and so on it, so it's a sick it's, it's the it's cycle just travels around. Yeah, yeah of course and and also i think we can all agree that there's there can always be like a good excuse to send your kid to school instead of having them home like there's always something that could come up to make that impossible yeah yeah for, no but, for sure so i don't blame but anyone i would just like to just say like it, it's still an excuse it's not a reason yeah in my mind that's two very big different things yeah 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 I mean, there there was this uh, like not not long ago. There was the the COVID, and it's still going on. But people were like, eh. "Only in America, they they they, they all <laughs> lost stock in the past anyway." Okay, uh, but uh, <laughs> um, you were not supposed to send your kid mm. uh, to school if they had COVID, right? Now yeah. it's like, nah. It's okay. It's it's unclear now. If they have COVID, you can you should keep them at home. But I totally understand that people have to go to work and they can't just take a day off or a week off because to take care of their kid because the boss wouldn't allow it and 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 all of that. So now yeah. it's it's super hard. I I have the luxury of being able to change my schedule and keep my kid at home when he's sick in order to take care of him. Not everyone has this uh, ability or, or, or mm. luxury. It really, it's a luxury, I think. 
so I can't I can't blame anyone. Kids are sick, and and when kids are sick, we get sick, and that's all. That's life. That that happens. So I can't blame anyone uh, for just getting a cold or the flu from someone. It's just like ah no, not now. I had I had stuff to do. I wanted to do stuff. I wanted to be productive. I had ongoing projects. I wanted to finish them, and now I'm three weeks behind schedule because because it it just happened and it shouldn't have. So I I get a little bit angry, not to anyone specifically, but just to not just of the situation. Yeah, just like fate, so to yeah. speak. Because I mean, always yeah, it just like happens, I, I it's just cold. annoying. Get getting sick is never like oh now is a great time to get sick. Yeah, like that that never happens. And usually, to be honest, it's when you when you're um, when you stress relief. So basically, you're planning a vacation and you have your last day at work, and you already can feel how you're getting down with a cold. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, this is gonna be great. The first day of my vacation, I'm gonna be sick for like the first three days or something. That's usually what happens to me when I'm 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 working very hard on a project, and then it's done, it's finished, it's over, it's packed, it's sent. I I decide to take a few days off, like just to rest and enjoy free time. Yeah, your body's gonna go sick. like, yep, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're off, we're off for a week, and, and you're like, oh, damn. Down for maintenance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's it. But yeah, yeah I, Jan, you said something interesting. You, you have to take care of your body, but you have to take care of your mind. And therefore, mm. when I'm sick and I'm resting, I also try to. That's the time I allow myself to sometimes not be productive at all. Like I, I still yeah. keep doing the small task, as I said earlier, but most of the time I'm like, yeah, fuck today. I'm not doing anything. Oh, and there's, and there's stuff in life that has to be done. Yeah. yeah. So but, but yeah. also like, nah, not today. Like I'm not doing anything in the house. Mm. I'm not doing anything for work. I'm just gonna spend the day watching movies, watching TV shows, series, or playing video games. Doesn't really matter if I fall asleep because my body needs time to recover. My mind, my mind also needs time to time to recover. So I will allow myself that maybe once a year, twice a year when I'm sick. Lord, rest of the time I'm trying to be productive. I'm trying to do everything that I need to do or want to do. And therefore, I don't play video game that much. Um, it's usually during Christmas time or January, February when I get sick. Or uh, when a new Assassin's Creed game comes out. Uh, that too. And most of the time, it coincides <laughs> perfectly. It's like perfect yeah, timing. Yeah, so, it does. Yeah. Oh, so, is that a new computer yeah. game? <laughs> 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 oh, look at that. <laughs> Talking about video game, uh, small, small uh, sidebar, I finally played a game called Far Changing Tides on PC. Uh, it's also out on Nintendo I Switch, I believe, uh, because it was recon recommended to me by Brett uh, for my son like two years ago, I believe. And oh, yeah. it's a really nice game. It's it's perfect for oh, yes, when yes, you yes, are yes, yes. sick mm -hmm. because it's really quiet it's Wonderful beautiful yeah yeah it's it's uh in the game fun game not very long uh so you can you can finish it in like a day but it, it doesn't cost much and it's perfect perfect for when you are sick it's relaxing it's smart it's beautiful uh, there's a lego set for it 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. So yeah, sidebar. It was it was a fun game. Really nice. Yeah, I've been looking at that. I I have to try that. Maybe it will catch me. I did try um, playing uh, the first one. The, no. Um, Lawn sales. No. Just about uh, games and being sick. When I was sick last week, I tried playing a video game, and it just didn't. I don't know. It, it didn't move me. So I returned it on Steam. Mm. That was the first time ever returning mm. a game on Steam, and it was Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, yeah. And I How wanted my because I was feeling sick. I wanted my little um, fix of Harry Potter. So I just thought to say, "Oh, this game will be perfect because it's, it's open world." Um, it's it was really well made. It looked really nice. Um, it definitely has the Harry Potter vibes, but it just couldn't hold my attention. Like it was not. Mm. I can't point my finger. It didn't. It didn't do anything. It it didn't do anything wrong. It just didn't. Oh, it did one thing wrong. Hmm? It's not Elden Ring. <laughs> yes, yeah, he Elden Ring never it, caught my it eye. Caught, like I've, ne I've yeah, never. Everything been can't in be Elden Ring. Come on. You want to bet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No point. No, I, I've heard. I heard kind of the same things that. Well, I, in summary, I heard that uh, Hogwarts Legacy is not the best open world rpg out there but it is the absolute best one in the harry potter uh, the absolute best game in the harry potter genre oh i would even go even further like a lot of people that played it for a longer time of period said it's like it's actually a really good game because every single mechanic like they didn't invent reinvent the wheel mm -hmm. but everything they did they did really well mm. I want you to buy it for the wife. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm gonna wait, and I might give it another chance. So I, I'm. I might. I push in that direction that I'm not playing a lot of video games anyway, and um, yeah. that I'm. It's because I'm. I was sick and like not concentrated or invested because of it. But uh, so and also maybe according to the price, it was because it's like the, the whole. Box yeah, it's pretty the expensive. The edition is like eighty euros. Yeah. Yeah. So um, mm -hmm. I decided to just return it and give it another try, maybe when it's on sale. But I know yeah, it's that's, like that's my thinking as well. That yeah. I'll pick it up for the summer sale or yeah, something I'm, like it. Probably gonna pick it up on a summer sale or maybe either towards autumn when the weather's getting worse mm. and I have more like time and it's cold and I like to sit inside because I know the summer I'm usually not at the computer. See that yeah. that's also something I do when I when I'm sick because I've been doing that uh, two weeks ago. Uh, there was this this uh, offer for uh, Xbox PC or something like it was like one month one euro. Uh, oh, Game Pass, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Game Pass, yeah. Mm. And so I I I took it because it was only one euro. And last week they offered uh, Atomic Heart, a, a, a new game oh, yeah. that I wanted to try because it's very like Bioshock-like game, mm. and I really enjoyed the the three Bioshock. Um, so I did, and that's that's probably a game that I would wouldn't have tried uh, if I if the the offer was wouldn't have been here, and I I if I. I'd been healthy and productive at the time, I wouldn't have done it. So it's also, my take on it is that when you are sick, it's also an opportunity to discover new stuff that you wouldn't try otherwise. Like be curious about video games, about TV shows, about movies. That's probably the only time I watch horror movies. It's when I'm I'm sick because okay. 
rest of the time I watch the the movies that I want to enjoy because I'm I'm focused, I'm concentrated on the movie. Doesn't really matter if I f- fall asleep during a horror movie because that's not really my genre, but I I can get curious and and try new stuff and therefore I can also discover gems. I I I don't get that at all. I mean, I don't get horror movies at all also, so maybe that's just that. Yeah, Ned, same same with me. Yeah. This is for me the time to watch Disney movies and stuff like that. Now it depends yeah. on on what you call horror movies because there is a lot of TV show stamped horror that are not horror at all. It's just like a little bit uh uh gory, bloody, but it's it's not scary mm. at all. Yeah. No. I I I think also for me though, I not that I want to learn or discover something from every single movie. But I don't feel like there's anything to gain from a horror movie. Oh, there's a lot. Except from being terrified. No, there's a lot. Uh, some of the greatest director in the world, and you will agree with me because... I, I know. You, you know who I'm talking about and he's one of them. Like the the small guy that made the small movies uh, about come the on. ring and things. Come on. Like, yeah, <laughs> like the masterworks. <laughs> It started like this. Sorry, yeah, meet, yeah. meet the Feebles and Bad Taste and Brain Dead are not horror movies. Yeah, <laughs> what then? How the really you, bad splatter movies. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's what they are called. Like, like well, BC's I, horror movies. I'll prefer to focus on other things. <laughs> well done. <laughs> very, very smooth. I, I can go first. I can go first. Okay. Uh, I mean, this is obvious to Jamie Reader because he put me onto it. But everything is obvious Legion, to Jamie. Come on, it's the result. Ex- except good jokes, but that's a different okay. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are Legion. We are Bob. By was it? Oh, I want to double check. Dennis E. Tyler. Okay. And that is a science fiction book that is absolutely fantastic. Okay. It's. Uh, it's it, it. I think it's the only version of Eternal Life I would be comfortable with. Okay. And can you say the, the, more? Yeah, exactly. Like I, we don't I, know what you're talking yeah, about. Uh, yeah, and I don't want to spoil it because I just got the whole book recommended, and for some reason I have no idea, like what the book was about. It's just been coming up as a recommendation to for me many times, and either I just forgot what it was about or uh, how it was going. Long story short. You have a guy in our time who dies and his brain is collected and turned into a machine or an AI. Okay. And he is sent off into space to find alternatives. There's a hundred year gap in between when he dies and when he wakes up as, as an AI kind of thing. But he got sent off into the universe to discover other planets for humanity to occupy. Okay. And he is... He calls himself an engineer, but for me, it's like, no, no, he, he is like the quintessential maker. He's just eternally curious, fair bit goofy, and just loves to learn things and solve problems. So he's like the one guy that you could probably be good about finding and send off on that kind of mission because he's like, I have nothing. I don't need to sleep. I don't need to eat. I don't need to poop or anything like that. I can just travel and I can learn and I can build shit. Sounds good. Uh, and yeah, I mean, as I said, 
maybe the only version of eternal life that I would be comfortable with. Yeah. That being said, that's not what the whole thing is about. It's a whole lot more interesting when it comes to conflicts and problems and discovering other planets and shit hitting fans. Okay. And so on and so forth. I'm nearly, I think I'm about halfway through the third book at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's currently four out and I think there's a fifth coming out maybe next year or something. And it is good. It is very good. It is light read and it, uh, if you like like really nerdy pop culture references tossed into your science fiction, it's a good read. Oh, great. If you just want like a science fiction maker story, it's a good read. And if you like a bit of space exploration and maybe possibly aliens, it's a good read. <laughs> so... I will definitely, I will definitely give that a try, and I'm so glad yeah. that Steph is not listening to that podcast because her birthday is coming up. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> good, good boy. <laughs> Red, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm. You, I'm. You teased things. Sorry, you teased things earlier. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I had a, a focus uh, for this week, but I'm, I'm changing uh, it uh, because I teased it earlier so i'm gonna talk about the consultant yeah, you never said what it was i'm t- i'm telling you you right now it's okay it's fine <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a tv series on amazon prime that's called uh the consultant uh it's from a book apparently famous i'm not sure um anyway um main character is played by christoph waltz uh, this brilliant actor that you've seen in Inglorious Bastard and other uh, Django Unchained, for example, mm. uh, great actor, and and that's the story of a company making video games that has troubles, like finan- financial uh, money problem, and this guy shows up, uh, and and he's, it's it's really weird, but it's very interesting as well stuff happened and it's like there's a little bit of mystery it's also funny Are we talking sort of like uh corporate it's it's not something a, something it's not about uh it's absolutely not about how the company works or the work okay, or that's the, just the setting yeah it's it's just the the, the background the the story Scenery. that's the word i was looking yeah. for yeah it's very much about that guy that shows up mm. say weird stuff do weird stuff and nobody really understand who he is what he's doing there and so there's this mystery mm. around him because it's kind of scary you have to to give it a try but it's Trust me, it's worth it uh, just for Christopher Waltz. Uh, but it's it's very well done. I've been watched it in like two days. Um, yeah, I, I was also sick. But yeah, it's 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 a great show, I think. Uh, so yeah, if you have time and will and you like Christopher Christoph Waltz, give it a try. Uh, the consultant on Amazon Prime, and also The Mandalorian is back for season three. So Wait, is it out? Yeah, yesterday. Only the first Fine. first episode. Ah, okay. For now. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Nice. Jan? Jan? On the topic of being sick, watching movies. Um I um I watched a movie uh last week with together with Steph, which is Ron's Gone Wrong. I don't know if you guys heard about that. I mean, you or that you might have 
seen it. Uh, it came out in 2021. And I've missed so many movies over the last couple of years. So everything within, I think, the last five years is basically a new movie for me. But um, that one was kind of funny and also made me think a little bit. Um, it's, so it's basically about um, something you see the companies build up like Facebook, mm-hmm. where they do the whole social media thing. And every children gets like that little robot following it around. It's all about likes and sharing and all that thing. And it is like a little bit of sight. Uh, how do you call it? Like uh, some references to the whole mm-hmm. data security stuff. Like it goes pretty into that. But the movie itself, it's it's a light movie. It's fun. It's not animated, the, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's three uh, D animated. Yeah, it's um, nice. rated family comedy. Um, about one and a half hours long, That's and nice. it was entertaining to watch. There were some good laughs in it. A little bit of eye rolling in other parts, but it was just like well rounded. I kind of enjoyed it because it was just a, like that's basically a focus for the people that are being sick. If you want something, you don't have to concentrate too much on just some light entertainment, um, family friendly. Whole family can watch it. You can watch this one. Have you seen uh, the Mitchell versus the Machines? The what? Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Uh, I've, uh, I've seen good things. I heard good things about it. Yeah, yeah, that that's a very good one as well. It's a kind of like the opposite of The Incredibles. Uh, yeah, it's a very regular, lame family uh, surviving a world where machines take over and mm. they are goofy, they are stupid, they are cowardly, they are oh, everything that oh, yeah, you yeah, shouldn't yeah. be. The perfect anti-hero. But mm. they manage to survive and, and it's a fun movie. It's a f- fun family movie, yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, the next gonna, the next call's gonna come. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any, any last little tiddly bits? No. Uh, yeah, I've got one. Uh, our friend Joe, mm. uh, Joe Garnet, uh, yes, is is creating, launching his own business, I yeah. believe. And, and apparently he got some kind of moonshine guy to edit a video for him. Yeah, apparently. I mean, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. And is uh, now known as Thornwood Forge on Instagram. So yeah, uh, go and give... Oh, he, did he change his Instagram or is that a new one? I think it's uh, it, it changed it. I think it was Joe Garnett uh, prior to that and, and he changed it or maybe he created another one. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. honestly. I'll double check. Because when Hold I on. searched for it on Instagram, he was I was already uh, following. So oh yeah, no, yeah, no, he changed the, the name and everything. Yeah. yeah. So or he changed it to a company thing, but it's his name exa- on the profile. Yeah, exactly. So Thorn Wood Forge, Joe Garnett, uh, go give him, and also Steve because he's he's helping a lot. Joe to launch his brand oh, yeah. and business. Um, Go everywhere where you can go and give them some love, please. Yes. Also, uh, I got a package today. Oh. Well, first off, on mon- on Monday, I think it was Monday, I picked up my new business cards from Dr. Multi. Yeah, they are really nice. Which are aluminium business cards that he got laser engraved for me that are wicked cool. Nice. So he deserves, I mean, it's master Dr. Multi now, but never mind that. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Congrats. Yeah, brilliant. He never answered. Is, it, is he the master or the doctor now? No, it's yes. Ah, uh, okay. It's <laughs> both. Doctor yes, and master. Uh, what, what was I going to say? Doesn't yeah, matter. No, he's good. Like, still. Uh, and Dandles sent me my order of plates and serving trays and thingamadoos that I'll stick on the website of hand-turned oak plates very traditional very nice very sexy i think they can function both as a frisbee as a shield and a shield if you need to because they're oak i don't recommend it because they might split but they can probably can <laughs> uh so i'll have that those up on the website soon as well because apparently i'm not doing enough shit already what's the brand again of dundles you have to uh, Bevelwood UK on Instagram, I believe. Or is that the website? Yeah. And how do you call um, your internet page in the future? Makia? Yeah, something like it. Except more Norwegian, less Swedish. Not going to comment on that one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and if you want to get a hold of us collectively, you can do that at Two Thirds Focused, any of the mostly social places. And you can find me and my new very fancy, sexy plates on Rasmus Lewin and Lewinsmed.no And you can find me at Als Hakshak. I thought, uh, no. That's <laughs> weird. That's different. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is what it is this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, someone lost a bet. You can find me at nerdinventor.com or on um, Jan Maxwell on Instagram or Jan Maxwell Photography on YouTube. Cool. Wonderful. Thank you for listening. Have a good yep. week. Bye. Bye-bye.